When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yes, happy Easter and happy Sunday. It's time for your Steelers Sunday Q&A. That's right, the show that keeps going even when the season is not. I'm Kyle Kreiss. You can hear me every Thursday on the podcast, What Jin's Talking About, only on SCN, which stands for Steelers Question Night. That's right, Sunday night is now Steelers Night. Get your questions in the chat, and if I can't answer them, then who the hell can, right? Well... There's one person who can, and it is my co-host here every Sunday. He's so busy, and I'm so grateful that he takes the time to hang out with me every Sunday night to answer your questions. It's the one and only Coach T. Welcome back to the Q&A. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Steeler Nation. We love Pittsburgh, PA. Hey, that's right. We love Steeler Nation from sea to shining sea, uh, including Pittsburgh, PA. And uh, even if you're outside the 412, sometimes 412 is just a state of mind. There's already questions lighting up the chat. Shall we get going? Let's start with first in the chat, Joseph Mienovich. What does the early bird get? The worm. That's right. Here's the worm question. Do you think the Steelers are done dealing in free agency? Um, you know, well, what do you say? Do you want to do you want to divvy that up to before the draft and after the draft, or do you want to just do a blanket uh, all of free agency? I, you know, we're definitely going to fill out some members of the ninety after the draft. That's a given. Uh, you know, whether it's someone as high profile as Bud Dupree or just some people who are going to compete at camp to fill out the 90, uh, maybe some XFL prospects, definitely some free agency moves coming up after the draft. Now, before the draft, Ooh, wouldn't that be interesting? Uh, you know, we're, what are we, uh, a little more than two weeks, two weeks and three days, but who's counting? Something like that. You know, we're, we're still seeing free agency moves like OBJ signing with the Ravens. <laughs> nice, right? <laughs> but, um, 
Uh, I think, you know, me personally, I think we'll see the dealing after the draft. I think we might be done before the draft. I don't know, coach, what, uh, what says you, what insight can you give us? Um, uh, we're not going to close any doors. We're going to answer a lot of calls in the next couple weeks. Um, you know, no options are left on the table, including, you know, uh, maybe a deal done on draft day. Uh, that's right. There's going to be some wheeling and dealing done on, especially on Friday of draft week, probably with that 32. Let's see who's checking in. Daredevil's checking in. Afton's checking in. Kathy's checking in. What's up? Sherry, always good to see you in the chat. Mark Tobin. Question from Dennis Novinsky. That's a good Yinzer name. Are you, are, were, you, were you ever a Steelers linebacker? What are the chances one of the top OTs are on the board at 17? Great question. Uh, you know, I've been studying some of these mocks, and I and if you consider mock science a science, which uh, right, coach, why not? Is there such thing as mock science? Uh, I guess it's I guess it's one step away from alchemy, but it's looking like if it's if it's not one of those top two corners like uh, Joey Porter or what's his name uh, Deontay Banks, one of those tackles. You know, I was just talking last night to. Uh, my friend Denny, uh, in the green room at the comedy club. I mean, yeah, I'm name dropping. Uh, and, and he was like, if Paris, you know, if that guy from, yeah, Paris Johnson Jr. is on the board at 17 and Joey Porter, what do you do? And I, what happened if Paris Johnson and Joey Porter are both still on the board at 17? You know, like what kind of draft happened for that to play out? Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm 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 in the Dan Moore fan club. So I you know, I'm not necessarily rooting for a tackle at 17 because that means that kind of means Dan Moore, you know, if you get a guy at 17, you got to invest in him pretty early. Not gimme, but you know, you you know, he's got to he's got to uh he's got to contribute. So that kind of has chances of moving Dan Moore as maybe a swing role. I think tackle is in play 17 or 32, 1A, 1B. If it's one of those Ohio Staters, man, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, that guy from Georgia. Um, I don't know, Dennis. I don't know. I don't know. Kathy says, I hope not on tackles. Afton says, I don't think so. What, you, you don't think they're going to be on the board at all? I think that's probably more likely, right, Coach? You know, it seems like you're not alone. Tackles are a pretty popular commodity. You know, the NFL is a copycat league and... Uh, everyone knows I like the big boys, right? Everybody, you're not alone. Everybody does. Dennis is back with, has Deontay Banks passed Porter as a prospect? I mean, has he? I don't know. what What's changed, you know, since in the in the past couple months that, you know, I think that the, the reason that, BA, that Banks is mocked more to Steelers is because people were saying that Porter's going to be gone. Or some people may say, well, hey, they didn't invest, Steelers didn't invest in the pro day uh, at Penn State. So, you know, maybe that's a factor. But I think the relationship with Porter is an obvious. I don't know if Banks has passed Porter as a prospect, at least in the mock draft world. It's Porter all the way in Banks because Porter isn't around. Coach, what, uh, you know, what, what do you, what do you say? You brought, you brought Deontay Banks in for a visit, right? What do you like, you like him? He's got a lot of skills. He's gonna uh, he's gonna be a real successful player in the in the in the league. Yeah. All right. Doesn't really say much, uh, Coach. Thanks for not really saying too much. Afton says when it comes to tackles, tiny chance for Paris Johnson Jr. Better chance for Broderick Jones. That's what that's what the mocks seem to say, right? I mean, if Paris Johnson Jr. is still there, great. Some people are saying trade up to go, but. I just don't think that the Steelers have enough picks to be trading up. Coach, are you going to be, what, there's like seven picks in the in the draft this year or something? Are you going to trade up to get somebody? We're not going to rule anything out right now. Uh, we, we've got 17 guys on our board that we like. We think we can find someone we're happy with at 17. Yeah, I kind of feel that too. There's got to be at least 17 players between three corners, three tackles, I mean, if those six are all gone, uh, heck, I don't know what, you know, maybe then you could trade down. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm I'm the guy with his hand up the puppet's butt. I'm not the I'm not in the front office. Mark Malone enters the chat. Uncle Tomlin won't be making any deals. Con man are making all the calls. Uh I think that we know that Tomlin is the uh is the CEO and um nothing happens without his approval. You're right. Am I right about that? I don't know. I'm sure you I'm sure people will say Art Rooney gets the final word, but uh, Tomlin's the CEO, right? I mean, if he fought for hard for something, I think he's going to get his way. But coach, am I right on that? Uh, you know, they pay me a lot for a reason, right? Uh, good point. Good point. Let's see. Sherry Richard says, if anything, trade back, not up. Um, I kind of agree. I don't think trading up is too much in the cards. But I'm not gonna rule. I'm not gonna rule anything out. You know, um, trade down. Thing is, I just don't know what, how much value there is. I've, I saw one mock this week that had the Steelers trading down from 17 to 20, and it's like they got a fourth round out of it. And and I'm thinking like, yeah, I mean they need some capital in those mid rounds, but I mean, is that really worth it? just to move down three spots, you know, to pick up like, you know, the 150th pick or something. So I don't know, you know, if you, if, if you can trade down from 32 and maybe, you know, they know, they know what these trades are worth. Um, there is, a, you know, there, Hey, there is a need for picks this year. So if anything, uh, I could see trade down certainly more than trade up, trade up for who to, to get Paris Johnson. I mean, Come on, let's trust enough in Dan Moore that we don't need, you know, some kind of quick fix now. Because who's to say that Dan Moore in year three isn't better than any rookie in year one? Who, you know, I don't know. That's you know, that's just all right. Moving on. Question here from Aquatic Life: We need to pick the best available, best fit for the Steelers: cornerback, defensive lineman, edge rusher, etc. We got a few holes to fill, right? Obviously, best uh, player available is very uh, is is very easy, you know, and and no pressure. You don't have to. It's it's less likely for a bust with best available. That being said, it's not going to you know best available edge rusher. I don't know because what's that saying? Are you are you saying if you draft edge rusher at seventeen, are you kind of saying that? you're relegating Highsmith to free agency. You're not going to try to pick up that contract. Um, I would ra- I would think that you know what you have with Highsmith. Let's make that deal. And then maybe upgrade at outside linebacker, edge rusher, maybe later in the draft. You draft someone at 17, I don't know. That I feel that feel that seals the fate for Highsmith there. Coach, what, uh, what says you at drafting edge rusher at 17? You know... Outside linebackers are the engines in our train, and you never can have too many good players at that position. That's a great problem I'd like to have. Yeah, I mean, that's true. You said that about tackle a few years ago, and then Zach Banner never hit the field, so, you know, you needed it. All right. Let's see. Where else? Mark Tobin wants to trade up for Gonzalez. Is he? That's the best corner in the draft. Um... I mean, if they if they do it, it shows that that's their man. That's the man. You know, if that happens, you're like, well, you that you knew that Gonzalez was the man then, and kind of like Devin Bush, that's who they wanted. That's who that's who they wanted. Yeah, right. Cherie has the comment. Look what happened when we traded up for Devin Bush. But you know, that was in all honesty, that was the safest pick any team could have made back then. You know, Devin Bush had all the markings of being a career pro, and I'm not saying that he's that he's done for yet. He could still have a resurgence, but at the time, Devin Bush at 10 was probably the safest pick since Peyton Manning, you know? But then again, I guess Ryan Leaf was also considered a safe pick once. Are these throwback references? I don't know. Let's see. Let's go to Steve Andler's enters the chat. Drew Sanders fills a huge need middle linebacker and backup outside linebacker. He's a special pass rusher with speed. 
Yeah, you know, I guess if they drafted a linebacker and said this guy's going to play, you know, kind of like a Demarcus Leal where he's going to play some spots over here and some spots over there, I guess you could justify, uh, you know, 17 or 32. But they invested a lot in inside linebacker uh, this offseason already. So I know we build through the draft, but... Um, you know, there is a lot invested already there. There, You know, I'm not saying they won't draft one at all, but 17, 32, I don't know. Um, What's Mark Tobin saying? You're saying you're not going to pay Highsmith, right? If you draft Edge at 17, I think that's what you're saying. Am I right? Aquatic Life says, no, you need the third edge rusher. Uh, I, I mean... I mean, yes, we that's a that's true. That's not a fact, or that's not a false statement. That's a true statement. But are you going to invest heavily on you get that third edge rusher for a year? Because then Highsmith goes. You're not paying all those guys, are you? Maybe, maybe we just have just we're just blitzing every down, and it's just you know, uh, run to the hills. Okay, um, I just said that. Sorry. Afton says, I worry about Witherspoon's injury. Okay, injury history. Didn't know about that, so there we go. Aquatic life. We're all guessing that this time every year, right? That's the whole point that I've been trying to say about this mock draft season is there's you know, there's no way to guess. I studied three hundred mocks last year, came down to it came down to three quarterbacks. So I guess you could say yeah, at least I had quarterback, right? So uh, if you study all the mocks this year, what people are guessing, it's going to come down to uh, Joey Porter, Deontay Banks at corner, or the tackle from Ohio State, uh, what, Darwin Jones, or the tackle from Georgia. So that, that'll that be, there's my, I'll put that out on a line. You can make a bet on that at uh, steelcurtainnetworkbookies.com. Uh I'll give you four to one odds that it's one of those four players. Um, let's see. Any other questions here? Cherie Richard says, I'm hoping for Jack Campbell at 49. Uh, linebacker, is that right? 49 is our uh, third pick there. Um, don't forget that there's going to have to be some offensive pick at some point. You know that they're going to, Pick a wide receiver on day two sometime, I bet. Uh, you know, really, not much else needed at offense. I guess your tackle, of course, is uh, is an offensive investment, but I'm talking about, you know, it's one of those offensive weapons. Well, what do you think, Coach? Uh, uh, you know, looking at any of those wide receivers there? Um, yeah, we brought a couple of those guys in. Uh, you know, we'll be sure to be adding to that room at some point on draft day. Draft days, of course. Um, yeah, I'm already, uh, I'm already knee deep into the Easter candy already on sale at the grocery store. So I was able to scoop up some (laughs) Reese's egg four pack. We'll be down in that as soon as we go off the air. Afton enters the chat. If they want an offensive weapon, I'd rather get Darnell Washington. These are the offensive players that I've seen mocked. I've seen people say, say, Hey, if there's three corners and three tackles gone at 17, go after that wide receiver from Ohio state. And, you know, just let's give Kenny all these weapons. I think that would be pretty wild. Um, I've seen some people say Addison, right? Because there's the Kenny connection. Maybe that's at 32. Uh, you know, that could be pretty fun. Um, there's still some question marks on offense after after DJ and Pickens. We don't know what Calvin Austin's going to do and especially don't know what he's capable of in the slot, you know, uh, where he can get shaken off his course real quick by not only a linebacker, but even those safeties. They hit big. Um, aquatic Life comes in here. Guessing the Steelers draft every year. Najee and Kenny, recent exceptions. Yeah, right. That's a good point. No one had, um, no one had Artie Burns, right? No one had 
Terrell Edmonds on their board. So there's definitely been some wild cards out there. Recently, Najee, easy. Uh, Kenny, I, Kenny even hasn't been all that easy because everyone was saying Malik Willis. So Kenny was certainly in the mix, but I think there were plenty of surprise people. I know there are people inside the network who were pretty surprised as well when draft day happened. Um, and I guess I was surprised as well. I mean, I just wasn't banking. I was just going off what the assumption was of Malik Willis. I'm not, you know, I didn't really have too much invested in it. Not like this year where I'm like, Joey Porter Jr., please, for the win. Michael says, what's your thoughts on my picture display? I mean, look, I'm, not everyone can be a 10, but Michael, I think you got it. You've, you're certainly, uh, I don't know, you look like uh, you look like you've probably could use some dry shampoo. Is that is that why you're wearing a helmet hat? Love it, Michael. I look I look actually better on your profile pic than I do on the screen. Mark Tobin says, tight end from Colorado or Notre Dame. I think two tight end set could would be lethal. I'll throw another tight end in the mix. That one from Penn State. What is his name? Doctor Stephen Strange or something. Uh, I'm I went to Penn State, so I'll just root for any Penn State draft pick. Um. Do we need a, a blocking tight end? It seems like the consensus is tight end is certainly in the mix this year. I thought that between uh, Pat Fryermuth, who everyone is saying is a top five tight end, but maybe he's not able to block like a Ramon Foster. Uh, and, and then we've got Zach Gentry, who uh, some people say he can't block like, uh, you know, a big boy either. So I guess tight end is in the mix. And then there's Connor Hayward, who isn't really asked to do a ton of blocking. But I figured that's the tight end room. But everyone is thinking, let's draft a tight end. And, and sure, there's plenty of space on the practice squad. Um, I'll take the guy from Penn State. I don't know. Is he out there? Uh, but Mark says Colorado or Notre Dame. Yeah, I've heard of those schools. I'll take any tight end from those schools too. Aquatic life with a 10. So here we go. More to the point here. Aquatic Life says, that's all I want from offense. Athletic, blocking, tight end, mid-round. Um, right? I mean, we're going to be playing the run game, right? Run it up and pile of dust. Four yards per run, and we're going to run it 30 times. Dennis has the good question. We'll take this, and then we'll go to break. Dennis has the last question of the first half. We're in the two-minute drill. Uh, Dennis says, will we have a fullback this year? I kind of assumed that... Um, Derek Watts would be an easy bringback. Captain of special teams uh, seemed to be more involved in the offense than ever before. The, the past couple years, he was special teams only. You know, like guys like Marcus Allen or Benny Snell. Benny Snell was getting more offensive snaps than Derek Watt. Now, Derek Watt is starting to get in the mix. I thought, well, if he, you know, if he's got a bigger role, let's bring him back. But the fact that we're waiting apparently till after the draft. Maybe that means he's an easy sign, but I, I currently, of course, I'm the guy who's rooting for Dan Moore Jr., but I would currently say, let's bring back uh, Derek Watt for the special teams of it and for the run game. If we're going to be, you know, if we're going to be running it up, um, I don't know, is he not a great blocker? I, 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 could, I need someone else to weigh in on that in the chat, but uh, I like how he converted and a special teams captain, that's, you know, that's a loss. That's a loss. Ron says got to keep TJ happy, but I think he stays just for his contributions as a captain. And, you know, I mean, why? I don't know why, you know, we've got room to sign on the offense, right? Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. Can I get a, uh, can I get a, a Reese's egg? All right, let's take a commercial break and we'll come back with more of your questions in the second half on this very special Easter Steelers Q&A. Where's the commercial? I got a, I got a commercial for you. 
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. As long as I have a ball in my hands, I feel alive. Kind of like how I feel right now. I called every team in the NFL, no one's interested. Hey, Kurt. We've been trying to reach you. I'm sorry, who are you? I'm with the Rams. Kurt Warner out of the Arena League. It's one of those stories that's too good for the movies. The perfect guy here. He was bagging groceries five years ago. I just felt God say, you know, you're supposed to be in Arizona. This is my time. I know who I am, and I know why. Super Bowl 43. Wow, looking forward to that. American Horror Story, the Kurt Warner story, coming to FX this fall. All right, we're back for the second half of the Steelers Sunday q and I'm Kyle Kreiss. Here with me is Coach T. We love Pittsburgh, PA. Here to answer all your questions. If, uh, you know, if, if there's not any questions in the chat, we'll talk Easter candy. I've got plenty. I think I'm going to have a bellyache tonight. Uh, you know, a little bit, a uh, little bit too much. Afton says you always have the best commercials, right? The best commercials in Steelers live stream community. Is there any others? I don't know. Thanks to our sponsors, please. Mark Malone says American Horror Story was awesome. I was definitely into the first like two. Three, two or three seasons. I was definitely into it pretty hardcore. Season two was great, especially like the the last couple episodes, the way it kind of closed out. The the nurse, I loved. Uh, she was a great actress. Um, I haven't gotten into the later seasons. Now there's like eight, nine, or ten uh, spinoffs or Scream Queens. The carnival season was great. I was. I think the. Um, I was just watching the actor who's. I think the actor who played the Mad Clown is in Barry on HBO, I think, or I don't know. I, I, I've watched something, uh, something else that he's in. I've been watching a lot. As you can tell by, uh, uh, my podcast co-host, I seem to have a lot of time on my hands, right? So plus I've watched all this hard hitting Steelers content to keep you up to speed with all the latest news and action. Like, the stories that no one is talking about, like how Brendan Fajoko was banned from Call of Duty, a lifetime ban. I thought that was interesting. Not many others, but hey, uh, not many others would think to have a Tomlin Muppet answer your questions. Ha. Well, if the questions aren't coming in, Maybe we'll call it an early night. I'll get to the candy, start my sugar slumber early. 
Coach, uh, what uh, what's your favorite uh, Easter candy? I'm always a Reese's Cup guy. Uh, you know, you can't miss when you're mixing chocolate and peanut butter. Um, you mean when you're mixing peanut butter and chocolate? No, uh, the chocolate is better than the peanut butter. No, no, it's the peanut butter which makes the chocolate special. Otherwise, you're just getting like a Hershey's or something. Uh, no, no, no. The Reese's chocolate is different than the Hershey's chocolate. Um, it's really all the same, right? It's all the same chocolate. Ah. Uh, all right, guys. We'll uh, we'll cut this off early, since the since the chat is about as entertained as we are. Well, wait. When one more from Mark Tobin. Is it smart if they drafted a center? I like the I like the wording. Is it smart? I'm I'm gonna say not smart because we have so many centers. That being said, maybe they're looking. The Steelers are looking at next year's roster or down the line, and they're saying, "Hey, uh, maybe we're not going to extend Mason Cole or be on this, or maybe we're not going to extend James Daniel, and we need to really focus on this interior line." A lot of people seem to see, seem to think that center is in play. And I guess so. You know, certainly people think Kendrick Green is not going to get a re-sign. Um, obviously, J.C. Hassenhauer, the chef on TikTok, is gone to New York. Um, so choices at center are dwindling. Right now, it looks like Kendrick Green is the backup. Or, or, or you could say, hey, James Daniel plays center. Uh, all these guys play center, right? That being said, that's why I think center might not be on the board. But... I don't have the insight. If they're already looking, if they're already looking at next year's roster makeup, and they're saying, "Hey, this interior line is still not done transforming," maybe. Kathy, we Kathy says we had Reese's eggs at work today. Delish, man, you must have a great job. Any job that has candy for the workers, uh, right, is is a good one. Um, Coach, what uh, I, I see the I see all the snacks in the locker room. What uh, what kind of snacks the, do you guys keep for the players? A lot of protein bars, Cliff bars, uh, you know, all kinds of carbs. You want uh, Chex mixes in there. You want uh, rich crackers. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jobs that jobs that feed you that goes a long way, right? You like you. It's hard to complain about a job if there's free snacks, even if there's just like free coffee. You're like, eh, well, I don't got to pay for coffee every day. Mark Tobin wants to know, should they consider an inside linebacker high? I've seen people say 32, 49, hut, hut. Of course, you know, it can't be off the board. We don't know what we have with these guys. That being said, I think that the investment at inside linebacker in the offseason currently kind of makes that less of a priority. I still think that, say you go cornerback at 17, Tackle at 32, wide receiver at 49, you know, maybe now, then maybe we'll start considering and now, but now you can start thinking edge rusher, you know? So in that scenario, maybe inside linebacker isn't as high. Then again, maybe, you know, maybe you're just looking at best available and come 32, that guy from Clemson is still there. Uh, maybe you just, maybe you just have to pull the trigger on him. I, I could see a scenario where 17 and 32 are either corner tackle or tackle and corner. And then you take a wide receiver uh, and now you're left with what you've already invested in at inside linebacker. Cause like Mark says, Cole played well. I thought, I mean, I thought he played well enough, well enough. Well, well, you know, well enough that no one's calling for his head. Like they are Dotson or Dan Moore or even Chooks. Cherie with the question of the week. This is, seems to be on everyone's mind this week. I'm seeing articles. We may trade Daniels. I don't get that. But let's talk about some of these articles. I've seen some of these articles out there with, where it's like these open-ended questions. If you're if the article headline is a question, uh, mm, safe to say you might not get the answer in the in the article. Um, you know, sure. Hey. Let's ask questions, I guess. You know, we could trade Daniels. Are we going to trade Daniels? Why not? I don't know. Um, if, again, if we need, if we're looking for draft picks that we need, uh, then I guess trading Daniels isn't out of the question. 
you know, what are you going to get? Are you going to get a fifth rounder? Uh, are you going to get a fourth rounder? Heck, we got, hey, we got, I guess if we got a 32 for, for Chase Claypool, then we should be able to get something for, uh, for Daniels. But I don't, I, I'm not going to be so optimistic on the trade value. Um, you know, I mean, what, especially if it's after the draft, if we trade him after the draft and then it's next year's draft picks, it's just like, what's the purpose? Just keep, you know, keep him around. Coach, what, uh, what says you about Daniels? You know, we love James. Uh, you know, he's great in the locker room. He's great with the boys. Uh, you can't have too many guys like that on the squad. Agreed. I don't see, it's all, it's all a big plus to keep him around. All a big plus. Let's go back to Afton. Right end, inside linebacker. It depends entirely on what else is available with those higher picks. I mean, I guess so. You know, defensive line, again, in the trenches. You can't argue with that. Heavy in the trenches. Uh, defensive, you know, but it seems like the defensive line, you know, look at those Look at those roster spots. There's already Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi. That's two. Uh, Montrevious Adams. That's three. Uh, Brendan Fajoko. That's four. Isaiah Loudermilk, that's five. Demarcus Leal, that's six. Uh, you know, can you add one more? And now you got to start wondering who to leave off the roster or who to put on the squad. Can you put, uh, you know, Brendan Fajoko on the squad if he doesn't make the roster? What about Montrevious Adams? Is one of those guys uh, not a roster lock? Demarcus Leal could play some, uh, could play some edge, I guess. So, you know, do you consider that a defensive line? Do you consider him uh, an edge guy? I'm wondering less. I said, you know, if I said two months ago, yeah, it's going to be all about the trenches. Now I'm wondering in these weeks, how much defensive line is going to be invested in this draft? Uh, or is it going to be more for the practice squad or for the future? I think the, I think the high-end picks, I think it's going to be... I've said it already. Corner tackle, 1A, 1B. A wide out at some point on day two. And that's really all I'm at liberty to speculate or regulate on at this point. Because I'm just studying mock drafts, which are meaningless. I'm like the guy in Pi. If you've ever seen the movie Pi, I'm draft day Pi. If you mix Kevin Costner in draft day with... Uh, the guy from the movie Pie, Darren Ornofsky's first movie, Pie. I'm seeing trends in the mock drafts. And it tells me Joey Porter Jr., Deontay Banks, Dewan Jones, the, the tackle from Georgia. Brian Brown with an with a ounce of wisdom here. Man. If the Steelers traded every player the fan base and media thought they should, there wouldn't be any players left. That's that's right. They'd have traded Ben long ago. They would have traded Palomalu after after his rookie year. They would have traded uh, Juju after after one milk crate. Now he's now he's wearing Super Bowl rings. They would have traded Mason. Well. I guess we could have traded Mason. Afton says, we could use an infusion of youth on the D, but they don't have to be high picks. Yeah, I mean, we've you know we, we've got two seventh round picks. Are we going to do another uh, Mark Robinson situation there? Um, maybe. I think that... I mean, I think that the safety room, I mean, I guess there's got to be a safety, I guess, at some point added, whether or not it's in the draft or after the draft. So that that room is still isn't finished. Uh, corner, we expect that room isn't finished. So there's going to be some youth in the secondary. Um, we expect an edge at some point. We expect an inside linebacker at some point. So yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be some turnaround in the D. I don't think it's going to be super young. I still think it's Cam, it's TJ, Alex Highsmith. Um, who else? Minka, of course. Minka. Uh, 
Mark Tobin, do we need a slot receiver or should we wait for Calvin Austin? Well, you have to you have to have a contingency plan. You don't know what, unless you super know what you have in Calvin Austin, which I don't think you have because you have no tape on him. So you have to have a contingency plan, especially if someone gets hurt that, you know, all of a sudden DJ gets hurt and uh, George Pickens can't play, you know, 70 snaps a game. And then your wide receivers turn into um, Gunner Gazuntite and Anthony, um, Anthony Mack. Right. So, I think they had to do something. I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for Boykin to come back because he's a special teams killer and he can contribute at wide receiver. So if needed, you know, Sheree Richards, no third quarterback yet. What are the plans there? I think someone brought it up in the chat a couple of weeks ago. And I think this is a good plan is to get, wait until after the draft, sign an undrafted free agent, and then pick up one of these XFL USFL guys to compete at camp because you got to, you're going to bring four to camp. And I think that's a good way to go. Um, what, what else, what else coach you, are you, are you looking at any possible vets? I mean, there's still some vets out there that might be kind of savvy. Uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on what everyone's doing in the league. Well, we, we know who's available. We'll, we'll be making some additions before we head to camp. Yeah. Right. I think there's plenty of time before camp to sign third quarterbacks and fourth quarterbacks. Um, we'll find out, we'll find out on, uh, at the end of draft weekend, only two weeks and change away. It looks like coach T's having a press conference on the screen behind me. Yeah, I, I, I had, I got it on. I got the inception thing going on, um, just to make sure it was working. Plus I was watching, I was like, I was going to put Steeler highlights on in the back. And then I was just like, eh, that's going to be more interesting than what I'm doing. <laughs> so turn that off so again two and a half weeks to draft the Kyle Kreiss uh draft guide is looking like Joey Porter at 17 if not one of the tackles Ohio State's Dewan Jones or Georgia's what's his name Broderick something Broderick or the corner Deontay Banks. I, I I think that's my final four. You know, if we're playing, uh, if we're going to play like Idol Watch or something, that's who I think are going to be my final four. Survivor Watch. At thirty-two, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I can't make any claims at thirty-two. Broderick Jones. Thank you. Would wouldn't this be a little interesting? Who would? Who's down for this scenario? At seventeen, Broderick Jones, the tackle. At thirty-two. Also from Georgia, Kylie uh, Ringo, the corner from Georgia, double dip there from Georgia. Wouldn't that be a fun little narrative? And I think that might be two decent players. We could have this whole Georgia thing going on with uh, with Pickens, right? Mm, no, no one's buying my Georgia. That's if Joey Porter doesn't work out. I'm rooting Joey Porter first. Then I kind of want this Georgia connection. 17 is too high. Well, what if we go Joey Porter at 17 and then we go Dewan Jones at 32? Wouldn't that be uh wouldn't that be a fun wouldn't that be something fun to find in the Easter basket, huh? Right? Is that is that the Steeler Easter right there? I think I found Steeler Easter. Steeler Easter, uh trademark it. Steaster. Steeler Easter. Steaster. It's hard to go wrong with Georgia players, right? Hard to argue with that. Then we'll bring Heinz Ward. Everyone wants Heinz Ward to be the coach. Although they asked, I think he wanted to be involved when AB was still on the team, but they were like, Heinz wanted to, hey, we're going to have strict discipline and play my way. And I think Coach Tomlin was like, no, uh, no, AB is kind of a star here and, and, and special players get special treatment. Is that kind of how uh, is that how the story went down, Coach? Uh, I think you a little oversimplified that a bit. Well, I yeah, but I think that's the gist, something like that. At least that's what I heard. <coughs> Pardon me. Just so one endorsement for my Georgia plan. All right, well, they're not all hits. I'm not, a, and I'm not a draft prognosticator. I just play one on the live stream. Well, guys, we're coming about that time. 
I'll give Claude. A, I'll, I'll let Claude Bishop enter the chat here. If Joey Porter Jr. is gone, then draft Darnell Washington and get a corner at 32. Hey, you know, if that's how it plays out, it's going to look, in hindsight, probably obvious, right? You're going to be like, oh, duh, yeah, we saw that coming all along. What about, do you like Darnell Washington? Or what about the uh, wide receiver from Ohio State? What's his name? Um, Najiba? Everyone's saying, you know, Ohio State receivers can't argue with their success after last season. Well, you know, how come Ohio State quarterbacks can't translate to the league? I don't know. Maybe because all those Ohio State receivers have been bailing them out all these years. Brian Brown, he's talking defense. It would be nice if the Steelers took two corners while they have the chance. The draft is loaded with them. Can't argue. Can I? Hey, I'm not here to argue with that one. Especially if we get, uh, well, okay, let's say this. What if we get the guy we want at 17? Say we get Joey Porter Jr., are you still looking to draft a second one? Because the room is pretty deep then. You got Patrick Peterson, you got, you know, Levi Wallace. Are we are we getting rid of Akilah Witherspoon? Um How about if we draft if we don't draft corner at 17, how about we go 32 and then maybe dip again later, maybe with that seventh rounder or something? Um I could see it, I could see it happening. Sure. Because Patrick Peterson isn't the isn't a long term solution, um, and who knows if uh, Levi Wallace is in the green TV. Hey, you know we've been saying this all along, and you know we can't can't disagree. Nobody knows what the Steelers are going to do. Last year, everyone thought we were going to pick Malik Willis, so just eat some popcorn and enjoy the show, right? I think you can't you can't you know can't argue with that. Although. I, you know, I, I gave you my four, uh, I gave you my four. And if it comes down to that, then, uh, I think I should take the mock draft speculation crown last year. You know, I, I came down, I said it came down to Malik, Kenny, and the, who was the, who was the third, who was the third quarterback taken? Um, not that that was a huge prognostication, but if I can, if my trend is, if I can figure out fifty percent of what the mock draft uh, of the mass, the community mock draft tally, whatever fifty percent of that, I think I, I can narrow it down usually to a position. That was my thesis I made last season. So this se- season, if I'm following that thesis, that's how I came down to the four of Joey Porter Jr., uh, Dewan Jones, Broderick from Georgia, and. Deontay Banks. So if that theory holds true, then, hey, one year is a lucky guess. Two years is a trend. Three years is a theory. I think that's how science works. Awesome stuff. 83 enters the chat. The OSU receiver is the best wide out in the draft, right? I'm only thinking he could fall to 17 if all these teams were like, we need quarterbacks. We need edge rushers. We need offensive tackles. Then all of a sudden, 17 rolls around and you know you're looking at the best wide receiver in the draft, right? Aha, what a nice little gift to have. Claude Bishop says Washington can solve some of those red zone woes. Yeah, hey, I guess we need a, one more red zone weapon, you know, especially since we don't know what Calvin Austin is. I don't know, is Muth maybe Fryermuth is that third receiver tr- truly. Maybe it's DJ George Pickens Fryermuth. But you'd like to have five targets in the end zone, right, for the red zone. I don't think Jackson Smith Najiba makes it to 17. Yeah, I mean, that you know, that uh, survey says probably not likely, but. Chris Graham says, Drew Sanders or Trenton Simpson? Well, you know, we know that they like Clemson guys because they send the house to Clemson every year. So you you know couldn't argue with Trenton Simpsons, right? That's that's the only thing I can say about that. I don't know. I don't know. Again, do you want to invest heavy thirty two on inside linebacker? I don't know. Awesome stuff. Eighty three says, yeah, take take uh, Najiba. It's at uh, seventeen. He won't be there at seventeen. But do we take him if he is? I I mean, all, all you could say is if. Joey Porter Jr. is the man that they want. 
then that, then that's who they're going to take, no matter who's up there. If if not, you know, I don't know. Why not? When, remember Mendenhall? No one thought we were going to take running back when Mendenhall was drafted. But then they turned the camera on him and he was answering the phone. I think that was pick 23, and that kind of shocked the world. So could this be a Mendenhall-type pick? You're right, and we we pick a wide receiver at seventeen. Wouldn't that be uh, wouldn't that be a fun way to spend Thursday? Oh shoot, man, we're going long. Mark Tobin is Trenton Simpson any good? Uh, if he get if he gets drafted thirty two, he is. Ah! If not, we'll we'll see. Guys, I appreciate uh, you hanging out with me on an Easter. Uh, who needs family when you've got a black and gold chat family? Um. Make sure to listen to what Jen's talking about every Thursday. It's the conversation about the Steelers conversation where we expose the week's toxic takes and hot takes and bad media predictions. You can follow me on social media at Kyle Kreiss. Coach T, uh, you're, you're, you're into that social media component. Where can we follow you? Uh, I'm, I'm at coach Tomlin on Instagram and Twitter. It was, yeah, coach was quiet tonight. Um, you know, I guess we didn't really, we didn't really talk this out beforehand. We really should, um, figure out what we're going to say. Maybe next time it was Easter. You know, we, we came in together, uh, at the last second here, we each had our own things going on, but coach happy, have a happy Easter coach. And, uh, well, let's get ready for draft day. Right. All right, guys, have a good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.